I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, Disney lovers. Hello. What a wonderful day. It is a wonderful day. Just, you know. Every Disney day is a wonderful day. Oh, gosh. Say that five times fast. (laughs) So I was saying it. I was like, I don't even know if I'll get through this. I'm Stacey. And I'm Georgina. And together we are Disney Disney Grown Up. up. And we are talking some fun facts. It is a fun fact day. Woohoo! Yes. Um, And today the fun facts are going to be about... Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Indeed. Indeed. (laughs) Indeed. So today Georgina has... Done the research. I have indeed done some research. I am doing the listening. <laughs> you are the listener for the day. Mm. Now, it will be tough to uh, find facts that I don't know. Yes, because if you have listened, listeners, mm. to the Disney vs. Disney debates, um, I had championed Finding Nemo, not successfully. <laughs> we don't like to talk about it. This is still a sore Look. spot. However, ag- again, Stacey. So she's yes. heard a lot of what I've got in the reservoir. <laughs> So in uh, the very, we'll very see. first episode. Yes. So if you haven't listened to it. Yeah, get started. Listen to this first. And then go listen then to that. Then go back and listen to that episode because it I is think a I yell a bit. Do we? Do we? Some yeah. of your most iconic lines have come from come that from episode. That. Um, I have been quoted back it to myself Many several times. times. Um, but, you know, it, this is a lot more friendly discussion rather than impassioned opinion yelling. That's right. Well, we can take um, time. <laughs> we can appreciate it. We don't have to attack yeah. Just having fun with it. Yeah. So um, we are, of course, talking about Disney vs. Disney Debates, which is yes. another um, podcast on Our the sisters. sister uh, sister podcast on the um, That's Not Canon Network uh, where you'll find lots of interesting different podcasts about <sighs> so almost many. everything at this point. Yeah. There's a lot. There's so, a bit of everything. If you're um, in the market for a new podcast, check oh, it out. Check it out. There is a lot of different things, um, lots that I enjoy quite mm. frequently as well, um, but we are on that one. Quite often, yeah. of course, we are on this one. Nearly all the time, one would nearly, arguably nearly say. All the time. Well, sometimes well, I'm here, but not here. Yeah, if you know not what emotionally I mean. here, mm, but you know, mm. we are physically here all the time. <laughs> um, well, right, shall we? Shall we begin? Let's jump um, on into that ocean. Just a reminder: this is a fun fact episode. So, if she does say a, a fun fact that I do not know, you'll that's hear that. You'll bell. hear. Um, don't expect to ring it a lot today, but that's okay. We'll see. Maybe, maybe everything. Maybe you've forgotten everything. Maybe I have. <laughs> I Look. don't think so. But we know. Let's begin. Let's begin. My favourite Finding Nemo story is its actual development. Mm. Um, so they took it in. Um, he made the pitch to the chief creative at Pixar. He had this long-winded spiel about why they had to do this um, movie about fish in the ocean and all of this and, like, went through all of this big presentation. I'm imagining pie charts, Venn diagrams. I mean, I don't know they were fireworks. involved, but fireworks, you know, interpretive dance, streamers. And so he went through it, ended it, and the executive was like, you had me at fish. Done. Iconic. 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 So thus was the birth of Finding Nemo, 
because they really like the idea of doing something a bit different because they haven't done a lot of underwater fish. I mean, Little Mermaid accepted, but in terms but of... that's different medium though. Yes. So in terms of that Pixar, yes. they hadn't because water and light are two historically very difficult things mm. to convey. Mm. And you've also got like gravity underwater too. So it's like, it's quite technically difficult. So they yeah. haven't kind of had the technology to do and it for a long time the properly. the textures required mm. for the different... Um, creatures yeah. like that's even that is very yeah. technical and the um oh I think you oh you probably might talk about this later but the translucivity of yeah of the jellyfish of the jellyfish but uh, but of other creatures even like fins and things that might be a little yeah. bit more and they're all very different like each fish species is a bit different and yeah. all of that so so big t- challenge it was a big challenge so it was quite an ambitious pitch. When they, when they gave it. Um, but the film, like as much as it's this beautiful fish story, um, it was actually inspired by the director's own like experiences mm. um, in terms of the overprotective father aspect. Mm. That kind of part of the storyline, um, that was Andrew Stanton. It came from, you know, his um, being a new father and himself as a father and trying to like raise your son and like protect him, but also like let him go. So, um that was kind of very um, personal for him, which I think is interesting. And I think why the heart of the story is so nice because it's not just fish. It's mm. based on like human emotions yeah, and it yeah. kind of comes through that. Um, he also really liked aquatic things. And he, he, as a kid, had a fascination with his dentist, the fish tank in the dentist. <laughs> so that's why they get captured and put into the yeah, dentist. Yeah. Um, thing so he kind of used that in it which i think is really cool i remember being um you know sometimes you went to restaurants and they had fish tanks in restaurants for eating fish i think no not always i think it was oh just display oh yeah they had the one we used to go to quite frequently they had a big fish tank where you're waiting in line to to go in yeah like to keep you entertained so it was kind of like instead of having a wall they had the big fish tank um and it was beautiful like i remember watching the fish and it made the weight Less less painful. Yeah, more bearable, definitely. Yeah. So I don't know if people know Sizzler. If, if you're listening internationally. If you're not Australian, you might not know Sizzler. So this is very it's iconic. Like, it is not really around anymore. I think, if there I think are the any, last one is gone. It's yeah, a sad time. Sad times. It's like an all-you-can-eat buffet all style. Eat, yeah, but it was very like. It's um, like the only one here in Australia that was like that. Yeah, it was massive much. here. Um, particularly famous for its cheesy toast. Mm, that cheese toast. Oh. Oh, we've taken a while. Segway, <laughs> sorry, we've taken a segue. Uh, um, but anyway, now I really want to say thank you. So we're going to go away from it. Is lost now <laughs> that it is gone. But there was a fish tank. And yes. Proceed and proceed. Um, so Stan, I mean, he seems like a little bit of a rebel. This Andrew, uh, he actually wrote the script before it was like all greenlit and everything. So like they were meant to like wait for like it to be properly ground, and there's all this technical talk about different things. Um, so they're meant to wait for it, but he was like. No, I've already got the script. So <laughs> we're ready to go. And they're like, um, is it so that right. they is it so that they you didn't write anything that they wouldn't technically be able to do? I think so. So they have the basic pitch and then then they get greenlit and then they get the story written. Mm. So he had the whole script like when he pitched it. Oh. I think is what this is saying. Okay. So he was like cuz normally they're like, "Oh, this is the idea." So then obviously if that idea gets shot down, they don't waste time on it. But so confident in his fish story was he? Wow. That he did it. And that's the only, it says it's the only Pixar to have done that. Before only Pixar film to have started. it. Yeah. 
Which makes sense because, again, for animation, like, you don't want to write everything and then be like, no, can't. <laughs> it can't be done. Yes. It can't physically do this. There's many, many films. Um, I, I know I've talked about Frozen in quite a few episodes yes. now, which is <laughs> hilarious because it's not even my favourite. It's great, but it's not my favourite. <laughs> um, but anyway, but that had a huge number of rewrites. Yes. Um, and was really only just finalising the story like a few months before it came out. Like it was a massive rush because yeah. they were like, oh, no, this isn't and, quite right. And and really, they'd like released the date it was going to, you know, be released. Anyway, there's a, a lot of times in animation they are writing it. Yeah, and developing as they it go. as they go. Yeah, and seeing what works. Um, so once it was all greenlit, they were like, yes, fish, great, love it. They um, actually all the Pixar art team took courses and lectures in marine biology, mm. oceanography, ichthyology, which is the study of fish, and they took scuba dancing. Scuba dancing? Scuba diving <laughs> classes <laughs> is the word I was trying to say there. So they all took scuba diving classes so they could go and um, like – See how water and fish work. Of your world. Yeah, Yeah. I can imagine them singing that as they're trying to scuba dive, and they're like, "Guys, you need to stop. Please take (laughs) this seriously. This isn't a holiday." Um, (laughs) So they really did try and get all that Mm. aspect of um, things correct. But what I found quite interesting, because obviously these fish Nemo are very um, expressive, Mm. and if you look at a fish. (laughs) <laughs> it's you just go look at your regular fish. They're not super range. expressive no. in the face. And again, to me, if someone pitched me, yeah, let's make these cute animated fish, I'd be like, um, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, but so what they decided to do was instead of using like the eyes of fish, like they mm. keep the body pretty similar, but they did looked at dogs for their models. So the eyes of the fish and the expressions of it is actually modelled off dogs. Okay, I guess because, yeah, I'm just thinking about like the jaw Mm. movement and stuff where where dogs can seem to be It's particularly they're talking about the eyes because obviously a lot of the fish, the fish mouths are weird. Now I'm trying to think about, I'm trying to visualise fish mouth and it's. If you could see me, you could see me like wiggling my face. Yeah, she's like, how does my face work? (laughs) But the eyes and the expression, because that's why they wanted to carry it, was based on dogs because apparently they have very expressive Expressive eyes. eyes. That's interesting. Fish are that kind of cold, dead kind of lost over <laughs> that is no, a, but, but you know what that's I mean? what like, their eyes yeah their eyes of uh yeah they don't give expression no and character so yeah so dogs eyes and when you go back and look at it knowing that well they also don't um have, you kind of are like oh they don't have eyebrows no they and don't but a lot of expression for the eyes is from the eyebrow yeah so you know dogs don't really have eyebrow eye but they do have like a brow bone the ridge sort of, like the ridge yeah so they can kind of so they're it. probably built because you do see it on the fishes and i'm I'm just touching my face and like <laughs> on my brow. It's a very uh, interesting experience to look at. Um. <laughs> um, but yeah, and they have kind of integrated like a brow bone ridge type thing on a lot of yeah. those fish. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that cool. was something a little bit different. Um, another interesting kind of behind the voice scenes is uh, Megan Mullally, I always say the name wrong, from Will and Grace. Yes. Karen was hired initially. She was initially hired and they were like, yes, this will be perfect um, for an animated fish. They're like, this is what a fish voice needs to be like. She'd be hilarious. But so they didn't. Well, there you go. 
So she was cast and they didn't kind of tell her what movie it was or anything mm. um, because, you know, secrecy and whatnot. But then, um, you know, when she signed up to do for it, she was using her natural voice and they're like, no, we want Karen's voice for this. And she's like, no, because I don't want to do Karen's voice because that's not my yeah. voice. Yeah. So she was like, nah. And then they were like, mm. well, get out. Like literally, like they dismissed her. I don't know if they said that to her specifically. <laughs> Get out. Get out. But when she wasn't willing to do like Karen's voice for the fish character, mm. they were like, no, nah, no deal. Side fun fact. Mm. She was going to be the Snow Queen in Frozen. Yes. Originally. And I want, I that, want that movie. Yeah. That would be great. Can you just imagine the sass? That would be so good. Oh, she would have been so glamorous and amazing. And that's originally when, when – um, character we now have as Elsa was going to be just a the, snow queen, the yeah. villain. Um, she would have been, she would have been a great snow queen spectacular villain. and I want that movie. Yeah. Disney. Get Disney, on it, please. I want well, that Well, Frozen 2, there's an opportunity. There's still a chance to change uh, it. I don't want uh, it as a side character. I want her to be the star. The star. Well, they'll um, give her her own movie eventually. They treated her pretty poor. Well, only if it's Karen's voice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll take Megan's beautiful dulcet tones. Yeah, I just want. She's got a Mulally. Yeah, in her but Disney movie, clearly they wanted just Karen as a fish, which also would be funny. Fish sure. Karen. But well, that yeah, sure. But I mean, like, you don't want to just be like, I'm just gonna be a character in this. Um, another change that they had made is that um, Gil was originally meant to be like the villain, villain mm. in the fish tank, and like really villainous in the early vo- early um, versions oh. of it. But I I knew that. there we go. And so it was kind of like, oh, is he going to be good or is he not? And then they kind of like honed him more to where he is. Mm. He kind of like seems a little bit suspicious, mm. but he actually is a good guy, which mm. I like. Yeah. Fish helping fish. That's what the story's all about. Fish helping fish. fish. Helping fish. Yeah, because he does have that – yeah, he does seem very – Ominous and yeah. in the shadows. Like, ooh. Cool scar. Skulking, skulking. I have a scar. I'm a villain. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so they changed that up as well. Um, they oh, – a few other things. I'm trying to think about how many things we need to talk about. Um, there was a bit of a downfall to the movie because everyone loved clownfish so much. All the wow. kids wanted a clownfish Nemo. Of course they did. Um, so their price and demand skyrocketed. Because they are an exotic fish. So then, like, there was, like, a lot of, well, no, like, even the capturing and sale, like, kind of almost went on the black market because it was, like, everyone, like, the demand was so high. So it was getting a little bit underhanded. And then also, um, so natural populations, this one says dropped about 75% for the natural habitats. This is surrounding Vanuatu. Um, So it was, like, and then, of course, because they're not a – Normal pet fish. They're a tropical no, fish so live in the wild. Like you need heat set set up and yeah, set all up of that. So um, then there was a lot of people, there were a lot of fish who died and, you know, all of that and it wasn't great. Um, also a lot of people, a lot of children and everything wanted to like liberate their fish. Oh, no. And, like flush them down the toilet, like all of this. And then they were – so then they interrupt – Because, of course, you know, that's what the movie is about. And it's cute. But, like, kids taking it seriously. So then these fish species are getting introduced into waterways they're not meant to be in. And it, like, basically caused ecological havoc. 
in some areas. <laughs> <laughs> like it was mad. Like oh, they were kind of like, you need Disney. to stop doing this. Like Disney had to pretty much put out like um, announcements following it, feeding it, like um, following it up, being like, don't put your fish down the toilet and flush them. It won't help them go back to the ocean. Like that's how serious the problem got that they kind of had to like <laughs> put out official oh announcements no. about it. Um, and look, yeah, they which would is never it. have – I mean, they are very – Disney's very good at merchandising. Yes. Very good at making money out of yeah. the, their products, obviously. Um, but one, you can't really like open up your own – pet stores but two I don't, I don't think they probably would have considered I mean it's very different from people buying toys and people buying live living creatures that yeah. have a very specific environment yes and I don't I will I don't think they thought that that, that, that would be the ripple would on. be the and yeah, the effect Dory of herself as well because she's a blue tang which again I think is yes. even more like specific rare I, again that's just from my personal knowledge of fish um <laughs> Again, sales for her what skyrocketed. Yeah. It was the same thing. So um, I don't know if you could have predicted that, like, oh, everyone's going to want to go buy this really exotic fish. Like, mm. interesting. But, yeah, the fact that they had to, like, literally, like, go and be like, guys, don't do this. Please don't do this. And then, yeah, and, and again, when Finding Nemo 2 kind of came out, they did similar things of, like, look after your wildlife people. <laughs> Please don't, Please ruin, don't it. ruin them. Thank you. Oh. Um, yeah, so Finding Nemo had a lot going for it. A lot of long-lasting impacts because it also has them being used to, like, try and help look against climate change. Obviously, Great Barrier Reef, although it's not set Mm. there for long, but, like, using that. So it has had a lot of really nice impacts as well that they've tried to, like, swing it around from fish death to (laughs) conservation. Fish death. From fish death to conservation. (laughs) So, yeah, there we go. It is Funny a lovely Nemo. movie. It is cute. It's got um, just thinking when you're saying about Gil originally being mm. the villain, and there really isn't a villain no. in Finding Nemo. It's more about that, or I guess maybe the is it a carp that eats all of the barracuda? Barracuda, barracuda. Um, so but there, it really isn't a villain. Yeah, I mean. Humans are shown in varying lights. Mm. I mean, you've got the fishermen who take Nemo in the first yeah. place, and then you've got, you know, the dentist, and you've got Dala. Dala. Um, you've got a whole She's range probably of the villain, if anything, in terms of the, the fish being the protagonist. Yeah. Like, closest thing to a villain. She's kind of their villain, but even then. So it is interesting, and, I, and there's a lot of this new wave Disney that don't mm. really have a specific villain. Per se. It's mm. like. It has a story progression, but it's not really a villain. Um, but yeah, it's it's a uh, it's interesting in mm. that it is very watchable, and there's there's a lot of tension without there being yeah. There's a lot of a obstacles. Yeah, but definitely. it's not. I mean, even like the sharks who kind of are <laughs> framed as villains initially yes. aren't, which is Hello. kind of a nice twist. My Fish are friends. Not food. And it's, it's a very quotable movie. It is. It has become very ingrained mm. in pop culture. Like, Just Keep Swimming, Dory's song, everywhere. Yeah. Like, Dory, obviously, spawning her own sequel. Like, yes. That yeah, character really. Incredibly quotable, incredibly beautiful, very heartwarming mm. little story. And lots, a very big ensemble cast. There's lots yes. of memorable characters. Yes. All of the characters in it are 
Yeah. No, I mean, you're not great. in the fish tanks for a lot of the movie mm. proper, but you remember all of those yeah. characters. Um, yeah. So it's goody. I really like um, Mr. A, the teacher. Yes. <laughs> Let's Mr. name the zones, zones, zones. <laughs> and the little, little friend, like, this standard gets a little bit shorter than the other. Oh, you can't tell. Yeah. Like, like, I inked. Yeah. They're oh, really cute. So they the they've butt. done. <laughs> you touched the butt. They've done really nicely in terms of creating all the beautiful characters, like the turtles mm. and yes. everything has been given, like, really beautiful personalities. I yeah. remember really liking it when I first saw it. And it is beautiful to look at mm. it's a very pretty film yeah like if you pause frames of the ocean on it like mm. it's it's stunning they really and it shows that they did that work and went and studied those kinds of aspects of the ocean and everything like that because it really does feel yeah like you're in the ocean in it that is world very immersive it's very beautiful mm. <sighs> well finding nemo finding nemo Oh, one quick other fun story about Finding Nemo. Yes, I'm ready. If I don't know if it's still on, but the musical Finding Nemo at Disney <laughs> is everything. It is so funny. Yeah, and I was like, I why? Why? Because it's only at the the parks. Yeah, we waited to see it, and we had to wait a fair while, I think. And we we're like, oh, it's going to be worth it. I was like, this is wonderful. <laughs> this is so ridiculous, and I love it. Love it. Love. The turtle comes out as a giant turtle and they're like riding on him and the others are all like just dressed in fish suits and like (laughs) flying around and like it shouldn't work, but somehow it does. Disney magic. So if you've seen it and you love it, yeah, let us know because you've experienced something great. (laughs) (laughs) And you're privileged to experience that. See how it tells you feels. What do you like about Finding Nemo? Anything I missed. There are a few other facts that I have, but there's there's so many. There's there's so many and they're kind of my favourite ones about it. I mean, we can't do them all. We'd be here for no, we'd be here for a long time. <laughs> we don't have that time of the day. But is there a favorite fact that you know that we've missed? Yeah, do let us know. If anything glaring? Yeah, let us. We know. love reading. We love having feedback. We love reading the comments. Love more fun facts. Um, love it when you send us stuff. So yeah, please do that. Yeah. Well, that's it. I think that's the end of I another. Out very of the fun sea now. Episode. Off we go. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. What are we talking about? Finding new. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a moment, all right? Just I'm having a moment. Okay. Let's do it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.